What's going on, everyone? It's the Commissioner here, and man, oh man, there is a lot to talk about with the breaking news of Ben Simmons and the rumor and the innuendos that are surrounding that right now. We have a lot to talk about. The Dante Exum signing, that's one of them. Ben Simmons, that's another. John Wall wanting wanting to trade out. There's a lot of stuff that we need to talk about, so we're going to talk about it here and now. And also, we're not going to do any ads for this episode. We had a crunch time. We had to really like clutch out this episode because of the fact that the Ben Simmons news was so big that we needed to make sure that we got this recording in. So there will be no ads, unfortunately, on this episode. Be sure to check out Argyle League. Be sure to check out uh, Day Off. For all your shopping needs, all your haircut needs, they'll all be there for you. So, and if you need to check it out, just go through our past episodes. It's definitely there. So, no ads today, just straight through old school commish and GM. One time for you boys, doing it big here. Uh, go ahead and sit back, relax, and we're going to catch you up to speed on everything that's been happening with the Houston Rockets right here on the Summit State of Mind. What's up, world? It's your boy, Von Wafer. Former Houston Rocket, retired professional NBA basketball player, and you're now tuned in to the Summit State of Mind podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Summit State of Mind podcast, the podcast of Dream Shakes, Step Backs, and everything Houston. Rockets, because we got a ton of news to talk about today. Happy Monday, and for y'all, when y'all hear this, happy Tuesday morning. Mm -hmm. Ken, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We're going to crunch it down, but wow, that news. If anyone was on Twitter this morning and saw the bombshell about the interest and possibility of John Wall being traded to Philadelphia for Philadelphia's favorite and favorite scorned son, son <laughs> Ben Simmons. Wow, Ken. Like I, I, I just I want to know what do you think? Well, first of all, I, I I would appreciate it if you just asked how I was doing, but you didn't even ask how I was doing. You just want to jump right into it. I mean, there's nothing to talk about. What We're all in on was, the news. My day is great. My day's been going good. Thanks for asking. Not, no, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, good, good stuff. Good intros, by the way, as always. Th- this news was was huge in terms of so many things. The because, well, first of all, if we were to backtrack uh, about a week, less than a week, uh, when John Wall officially, you know, met up with Houston front office and decided, you know, they they came to a coming to God moment, coming to Jesus moment, where they're like, you know what, this isn't the move. John Wall wants to compete for a title. The Houston Rockets know that they're rebuilding at this stage. So they want to have this opportunity to give KPJ the keys to be the starter, to be the point guard. Let these youngins roll. And I can appreciate, first of all, shout outs and thank yous to John Wall for understanding and knowing it. Um, knowing that to his do place what's, was here. He wants to do yeah. what's best for the team. And, and best what's best for, for the team is him to himself. not play. Exactly. Yeah. And what's best for himself as well, because he wants to compete and win a title. And I understand that. There's only so many miles left in those legs, considering of all the injuries. So that's point number one there with John Wall. Point number two, when this came out this morning, the whole Ben Simmons thing... I've already kind of removed myself from that from the beginning, uh, from when we didn't trade... Harden for Ben Simmons, and we moved on, and then we saw the debacle of the playoffs with Ben Simmons, which plummeted his trade value pretty much to 
almost zero at this point, which is incredible because so many people now are like, well, you could have traded James Harden for you could have traded James Harden for Ben Simmons, but now the possibility of trading trading Ben Simmons for John Wall, like like that's absolutely insane when you think about it. Look at the value, like the complete value plummeting going from both sides. So it's pretty incredible to see that. But I think just right now though, as a whole, I just have to say Ben Simmons going to the Rockets is an abs it would be at the end of the day whether you like him or dislike him, he makes the team better. But I'll I'll go into more on it, but I want to ask you mm-hmm. as well, GM, yeah. what do you think about the Ben Simmons uh, rumor and the possibility of him becoming a Rocket? Honestly, I'm excited about the idea. Despite his playoff um, performances against – who did who did they play? Who was it, Milwaukee? Or is it – I don't remember what uh, series mm. it was. Was it Atlanta? Was it Atlanta? I think it was Atlanta. I'm going to double check. He played terrible. He couldn't do anything in the fourth quarter. Understood because he had lost all of his confidence. I think playing along with certain guys like Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, and those guys over there with Doc Rivers as coach, I don't know if it had something to do with his confidence, but I think it might be good for him in regards to recovering his name his play and regaining confidence is going to a team with no pressure. And I think that could possibly save his career. His concerning his fit in Houston, I have a mixed bag, but like you said, he obviously makes the team better. He gives you an automatic all-star. So in regards to that, Yes, I would want him because he would still make our team better, but he's not going to make us infinitely better to the point where maybe we can make the playoffs. And honestly, I don't think that with these players surrounding Ben Simmons, we will still not be a playoff team. And in regards to that, that means we can have another piece to add to a possible Ben Simmons, Kevin Porter Jr., Jalen Green, Alperin Sangoon, Usman Garuba, Josh Christopher, KJ Martin, the list goes on. Mm-hmm. Jay Sean Tate, right? But then granted so- also, but also, don't mean to cut you off, but granted, not all of them might not be here. If there is a deal for Ben Simmons that would be in the works, you'd have to bet that maybe one of those yes, Jay I could- Sean Tates of the world, the Kevin Ken- Kenyon Martin Juniors of the world will Honestly, I can see yeah. if... Daryl Morey really wants it could be possibly a KJ and maybe an Usman Garuba. No, 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 no. Come on now. I mean, that's just that's why, just why, me. Wait, okay, wait. Why, first of all, why I got to throw Usman Garuba in fire? Why can't we throw Alperin Sangoon? Why has it got to be my Sangoon boy? Sangoon ain't getting How traded. How come your boy ain't getting traded? He is my, not my boy getting, getting traded. traded. Let's be real here. Stone traded up for I'm not, him. I'm not about that. It ain't so. happening. I'm not about that. But I'm just speaking. I'm just spitballing in terms of ideas because I don't know who would be attached. I saw that Isaiah Joe is non-guaranteed with $1.5 million um, for his contract. It'll be officially guaranteed if he's on the team on the first game of the regular season for the Philadelphia Sixers, 76ers. Sorry. So in regards to that, if you at, attach him with a Ben Simmons, who is making $33 million, where John Wall is making forty. It can maybe hover around the threshold of 85% where you need yeah, it to yeah. be enough they need, they need to time. where the contracts match in regards to that. But if that were to occur, you already know that Maury's going to probably want – he's probably asking for four first-round picks. He's probably going to need to get two and maybe two seconds, high seconds. And I think if Maury were smart, he'd be okay with that because John Wall pairing with Tobias Harris and Joel Embiid changes the dynamic of that team because he can shoot the ball 
decently well. Yeah. And he won't be afraid. But is that but is that what we want though? I mean, in terms of, you know, we have the if you think about it, you take a step back. We have that plethora of picks, right? Yes. At some point, not all, you know, if we went back to Twitter a few months ago, I can't remember who said, I can't give credit to that person, but he was right though. You're not keeping all of the picks. These picks are going to be used for something like this moment that's here. Now, do we put our do we put our chips into the bag of a Ben Simmons? I don't know. This is what I think, though. Uh-huh. Personally, on my opinion, Ben Simmons needs to talk to Rockets management. He needs to talk to the front office. He needs to talk to Steven Silas. They need to figure out where his fit is, what he wants to be, yeah. where he wants to. Does he want to be the point guard? Does he saying, "Oh, I'm a point guard. I'm I'm here to be well, a point he's, guard." He's gonna run that. He's gonna run that. Well, but then that's what I'm honesty. saying, though, because what. Shout out! Well, first of all, shout outs to you know Samoa bro because he he reached out he reached out to the summit right 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 after we dropped that that bomb on uh, on the story and uh, shout outs to you Samoa bro because you you readily asked you were like well what is where's he gonna fit where's his fit and immediately the first thing I thought of when you asked that question his fit in a perfect world I want Ben Simmons in the front court I want Ben Simmons starting. In the front court, yep. I want him being what he is. He doesn't need to be. He doesn't need to be a shooter here. No, you he can, does not. You can play pair him with a Christian Wood. Put him at the four. Put Christian Wood back at the five, and then you can put. You can still go four out. Yeah, because you can honestly well, saying, run yeah. the offense of where he is at the top of the key, not even at three point line. Yeah. Remember, um, when you have a big that can play make, they can play back behind the basket with vision. With spread out with four shooters, Ben Simmons can be the one to orchestrate that offense. No, but that's what I'm saying though, because yeah. that that's the good thing there yeah. because it can be similar to Russell Russell Westbrook when we went four out and then Russell Westbrook. Think, if Ben but, Simmons can knock down a mid range J, like with no one in his face, yeah. or at least with some space, an eighteen footer would be good enough for this team. Yeah, I no, think. yeah, no, I agree, I agree, and I also think that Ben Simmons, his fit with the team would be in the his fit with the team should be in the front court, but then you can almost create. A, he can also be your backup point guard. When someone like a KPJ goes to the bench or Jalen Green goes to the bench, Ben Simmons is free to run the show however he wants. Yeah. And on top, and on top of that, and I'm not going to say because he doesn't have the outside jumper of this player, but Jeff Green, he can run that Jeff Green big point guard, you know, point forward offense. Yeah. And the 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 good thing here is is that you don't have. There's not one person on this court with. And I'm not trying to knock on him by any means, but there is no one with that ego of Joel Embiid. There really is zero pressure in terms of that. Yeah. So if he can buy into it in that sense, if he's willing to be a part of the front court, the four-out scheme with Russell Westbrook, like you said, uh-huh. similar to what Russell Westbrook did a few years ago, yeah. I would be so in for that. I'd be all in. I'd be like, dude, yeah, get get him over here yeah. now. Because, I mean, you know, people are worried about him choking in the playoffs, but my question is when are the Rockets making the playoffs? It's not going to happen next year. Maybe a year after – but I honestly do not see it happening in the next maybe three years. I can see it happen in the third year. But we would be have to extremely overachieve to get there with a Ben Simmons, just Ben Simmons with a rookie green and essentially a second-year KPJ. Yeah. Don't even forget Christian Wood is still on the roster. So there's a lot of moving pieces that can be added on here. Yeah. And in all honesty, like obviously this is all rumor. There's nothing concrete. We just wanted to address this because we feel that this news is very big in regards to what was read, that there is real momentum of a possibility of a trade. And to hear that is wow, you know, that we do have a lot of 
a possibility to get him. And you know, when Stone isn't going to be like Sam Presti and stockpile picks, like, you know, he's hanging out at a grocery store trying to, you know, gather up all the toilet paper for mm-hmm. COVID. You know yeah, what I mean? No, no. He's not doing that. He is stockpiling picks for the idea of getting something better to attach to certain players to bring in a star. He's not stupid. Stone knows what he's doing. I trust him. We have to. But I just think that the possibility of a Ben Simmons coming to Houston mm. is a big deal. And it can change the whole outlook of this franchise. Well, it would definitely I, I don't I don't know what you think, but I think it would make us not contenders by any means, but we should. I think we can make the playoffs. If it's if you're really just giving up John Wall uh-huh. and a few first or but you know what's really interesting. Uh, quick, quick, a quick side side note. Chris Sheridan on Sheridan Hoops just tweeted, and he was like, "For those wondering, Ben Simmons and Tyrese Maxey for John Wall works cap wise." So I could see. I, I think the only way that um he would do that trade straight up is we would have to give like the treasure trove of like four first round picks. Yes, but and- I don't know. Is are you willing to bank? Are you willing to bank on that? That's the thing. Like. I know that I, I one, know. one pick he wants is probably like the 2026 or the 2028 Brooklyn first. Um, to me, I don't know if that's negotiable, in my opinion. I think it has to start with not our own pick, but who do we owe next year? We have the Miami. Pistons. We have Pistons pick too. Pistons right? next year, which, you know, if you really want, we could deal that. Do you think that we're a worse team than Detroit? I don't know. But I think Detroit's pick is um, protected. But I don't remember, to be honest with you. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah. Um, but we don't own the pick in 2023, but we own our pick in 2024. So I can see something along the lines of maybe the Pistons pick in 2022, our own first in 2024, then maybe a Brooklyn pick in 2026 or 2028, and then probably add like a sweetener, like a high second round pick that we own from one of the teams, I don't recall. I know for sure we have like a Detroit one, but I don't know. We couldn't even add any players on top of that because Tyrese Maxey just just reaches the threshold of making the trade viable. Yep. For 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 all of, for on layman's terms, for all of my friends listening that are not like cap that are not cap studs, it's totally fine. Um, but just to quickly break it down for you. Um, G- well, GM here, GM, why don't you break it down? Break down, break down how a trade works if two teams are over the cap. Break it well, down. Well, anytime so when understand. two teams are over the salary cap, the team on the receiving end, well, both teams, the salaries have to match within 15% over or under. So basically, let's say, for example, um, so John Wall is making 40 million, correct? Yes. 85% of 40 million is what 33 30 oh, 34 35 million I would mm-hmm. say 34 right yeah so the goal for uh Philly is just to get the salaries to um to 34 at least because in order to take that salary back you have to give up just enough salary for it to match so if the Rockets were to add another player, that would mean more players Philadelphia would have to add on, which could lead to more complications. But that's when, that's when you need a third team, though, yes. at that point. That's when you kind that's, of have to – That is why yeah. it just seems more likely that three firsts could be attached 
for him. But we would you a, do it? Would you do it? Would you? So if you're Stone GM, what would, if you? That's so, for me. I wouldn't. Ha, ha, I, stone GM. I, <laughs> Sorry. I, but anyways, go on. <laughs> I wish I were a Stone GM, JK. But I don't. That's why I really honestly think that one of our other three first rounders will be traded if this deal could possibly occur because they count as a first rounder to Mori. So yeah, we would yeah. only have to add maybe two more first round picks to um, this, but we would obviously have to take a higher salary player back, which is certainly a possibility. But I'm just stating in the sense of Stone trying to hold on to more of his first. Yeah. But it just depends on how highly he values those picks in comparison to Ben Simmons' value. So I'm pretty sure Stone is in his office right now hanging out with scouting, Steven Silas, other assistant coaches, and possibly getting in an idea about fit from like a KPJ, Christian Wood, maybe Daniel Tice, just to see out of curiosity, what yeah, do they of think of a Ben Simmons of joining the Rockets? Of course. Um, because immediately, immediately you'd have to think. Now, John Wall agreeing to do this gave the keys to KPJ and Jalen Green, basically saying, you know what, this is your team. I respect that. That's why John Wall's sitting. I respect that this is this is going to be your team. Mm-hmm. So let me give you the keys now, so you can figure you can start figuring it out now. What would that do? Now, granted, their egos aren't super high, but I've told you this in the past. Jalen Green is a man who's start. He's been building his brand since middle school. Mm-hmm. My man had over a million followers on Instagram in high school. This dude's obviously got some type of ego already. You got you. We have to admit that, and we we definitely know that. My man was doing a GQ was doing GQ interviews while he was still in when he was still in the freaking G League Ignite. So this dude's somewhere. But the bottom line here is, is that when someone like a of a caliber of a Ben Simmons comes, who's a stu- who is a stud by you know by all means, who is an all star, who dated a Kardashian, you know, who's definitely more glitzy, glamoury, and he's definitely. Someone who's going to command attention yeah. when he arrives in Houston. How's that going to make the young players feel? That's another thing. So that th- there's just so many layers here. Yeah, for, it, 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 you know can, what I mean. It, like, if that's his what I'm trying to say. Ego is that big? I don't know. I think the Rockets wouldn't have drafted him. In my opinion, I still. I I, I'm not saying that, it's huge, but I am. But I'm. I'm not saying his ego is huge, but uh-huh. I am saying though. That there is some that there is already a not nothing wrong with it swagger. Mm-hmm. There's already a swagger there with Jalen Green. The I, man's already build, building his brand as we yeah. speak now. Personally, I just think that Ben Simmons would be okay with conceding to Jalen Green because think about Ben Simmons in Philly. He was the main ball handler next to a guy like a Tobias Harris and a Joel Embiid, who both could play with the ball, but no one was as dynamic as a Jalen Green. <clears throat> think about for Ben Simmons where. The pressure is alleviated off of him because, one, he doesn't need to win now. He can just better his game, work on his game, get better. He's only 25 years old. So in regards to that, he can hand over the keys a lot more to a Jalen Green who is extremely dynamic offensively with the ball and off the ball. That allows Ben Simmons to do his thing, cut to the basket. And, you know, there was no one with the center of gravity, like mm-hmm. a Jalen Green nor a KPJ carries on the court that accompanied Ben Simmons in Philly. So I think that it allows him to put himself in positions of yeah. playing in the post or cutting to the basket. You know, I think that those, these type of, they're not, I wouldn't say 
ball dominant guys because we don't know that yet. We've well, I mean, we've seen KPJ, we've seen Jalen in the G League, but NBA is a different league. Let's be real. But the, I think, but I, but I think the bottom bottom line here is that Rockets management, the Rockets brass, are already doing probably their scouting as we speak right now. But then they also need to talk to Ben Simmons and see where Ben Simmons is head at. Um, it's well, obviously I don't think they're allowed to unless well, like, they I don't gave know. There's definitely the okay. something, yeah. But there must probably, be something there. But the I mean, bottom bottom line is what I'm trying to say is is that they need there needs to be some type of agreement here. Yeah, there's just no way that there can be something because Ben Simmons has already been sitting out. Yeah, he, he's already in a really rough place with Philly. He's already threatening not to come to training camp. He's threatening to just sit. It's a lot worse than jo- it's a lot worse than John Wall, who have the same agents, by the way, Rich Paul. But nonetheless, like this is why it's being worked. Yeah, exactly. But that's what I'm, but that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, yeah. I think the bottom line here is, is that whatever's going on in Ben Simmons's mind, he needs to figure the Rockets brass need to figure out where the fit lies. Yep. If he's willing to play ball uh-huh. with this current roster that yeah. has been made up now, and if he's okay with a quote-unquote rebuild. Like, yeah. like Ben Simmons, man, I think if he's on our team and he buys in 100%, I mean, we're probably going to be the 7th or 8th seed. I'm, I'm going to be real. I think I think we I, become I guess he very... I for the play-in. I think we've become very dangerous. No, I think we can... I think at best we can buy for the play-in with just this team, and, and I think that's obviously... That's counting my eggs way before they hatch, but I think that Ben Simmons on the team does change it for the better now. Where does it change five years from now? I don't know. Does it? It takes away from the possibility of uh, Chet Holmgren, the num- the future number one pick from uh, is it Gonzaga? I don't remember. Is that Gonzaga? He's from dude? Gonzaga, dude. He committed in in my game in two K. He's a beast. But um, <laughs> Chet Chet Holmgren, the uh, consensus number one overall pick, seven footer. Game is compared to Patrick Ewing, but he can shoot a three and run uh, coast to coast two ways. Basically, everything I wanted Evan Mobley to be. But bottom. But I think just. The possibilities here are great, and I know that we basically have spent the last 20, almost 22 minutes talking about this. So this is obviously a, a huge a huge deal. Yeah. But even, worst case scenario, if it, even if it doesn't happen, I mean, hey. I'm okay with that, yeah. too. <laughs> like, like, I'm okay I, with riding with what we got. Yeah. I don't need, this we don't cherry. need a Ben this Simmons. This is cherry for me, baby. Ben Simmons would help us now make the team even more exciting, but I am so excited already. Like, I don't think anything can really take it away, barring like anything terrible happening, knock on wood, to any of our big guys. But I just think that, you know, the fact that there is a possibility, and like you stated, that they have the same agents, John Wall and Ben Simmons. Rich Paul is the one who blocked Ben Simmons coming here in the first place originally. But also we did find out that James Harden's number one choice is Brooklyn. Number two is Philly. Makes sense. So it must be. So we also need to take into account who John Wall wants to go to. Maybe if John, hopefully John Wall wants to go to Philly. And I'm thinking obviously his two choices where he wants to go: the Clippers or the Sixers. That's it. I think those are the only two possible teams that can take a John Wall. And I think that if he were to go to the Clippers, there's going to be a lot more difficulty yeah. to get him there because of how much they are there's paying Kawhi <laughs> and how much I don't even want to. I don't want to do the. I don't even want to do the cap gymnastics for that. That's I for another episode. <laughs> I don't. But at the same time, those are the only two realistic options because these teams are ready and they're ready to win now. But the fact that Ben Simmons is disgruntled, possibly going to stay away from training camp he is obviously pushing daryl morey and the sixers brass to make a move now and yeah. yes pressure them make the move now <laughs> choke under pressure 
because that's I'll the take thing. it. Because well, that's the, th- the I think that's the thing here with with this team and and with Ben Simmons already applying the pressure enough as it is. He's kind of doing what Harden what Harden did, did. yeah. Basically, and this yes. is actually happening well before, well before training camp. This has been going on since the playoffs ended. Apparently, he has not spoken to the Sixers brass at all. Maury has not been able to get a hold of him. This has been ongoing. So we'll see what happens. But there's enough smoke where you can see some fire now. And we have been on the receiving end of this last year or January this year when we dealt with Harden being traded to Brooklyn because we kept seeing it. Harden to Brooklyn, Harden to Brooklyn. There was enough smoke for fire here. So there's some smoke here. Maybe not, maybe not a whole lot, but still enough to where people are talking and there's something there. So, bottom line, uh, we'll keep you guys up to date as as much as we as quickly and as swiftly as we can. But the bottom line here, there's some, there is some smoke to this. Mm-hmm. So, I'm looking forward to what what's going to happen whenever you know whatever happens here with Ben Simmons. Do you have anything to say before we close the book here on a? on the possibility of a Ben Simmons trade. No, I mean, I think we've covered pretty much it. And I do think that it's a realistic possibility considering how disgruntled he is and how low his value is. And how Ben and how uh, Philly needs a like legit needs a point guard. Yep. Like, and not even, not even hating, not hating on Ben Simmons in any way, but also thinking about how John Wall can hit a three. I think they need, that's that's enough. (laughs) Honestly, they just need a different look. And I bet you doc rivers is vying for John wall. There's no one else. They couldn't get Lowry during the offseason. So who's the next best choice? John Wall. So in regards to that, he's healthy. So why not? Swing for the fences. Change it up a little bit. Simmons can't stay in Philly. It will not work. The city hates him. Poor guy. I feel bad. But granted, he he was terrible. And yeah, rightfully no. so. Does he have the clout to request? No. But he understands what's best for him and what's Mm -hmm. best for the team. And I think that him being dealt sooner than later is a very realistic possibility. And with Rich Paul at the helm, anything can happen. LeBron James's friend, agent guy can just, he can, he can move continents if he really wanted to, because that's how much power that man has in the NBA. Yeah. And we'll definitely have to be talking about that in a later episode, but let's flip the script right now. We've talked about Ben Simmons, obviously enough, but we need to give props to where props is due. John Wall is handling this with the utmost professional level that I have. I didn't ever think I was going to see it out of John Wall. But whatever any whatever what anyone may think of him as a player, as a person, my man came in repping the H from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And he's been very good. He's been a professional. He sat down with the Rockets organization. He straight up said, I'm not going to leave the team. Like, I will be here. I will be here every step of the way with y'all. Like, I will be on the bench doing whatever I need to do. He understands his body. He's been through two years through an Achilles tear. He knows that there's only so much mileage. Like I said earlier, there's only so much mileage left in the gas tank for him. Yep. So this sitting is good. It preserves his body. And at the same time, it keeps his basketball mind sharp. And it helps us. And it helps him in the process getting to a better team so he can contend for a championship. Mm-hmm. Immediate thoughts, GM, of John Wall's tenure as a Rocket. I think it's been an absolute A+, plus, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, you know, it could have been better if they wanted, if he got James Harden to stay. But that wasn't going to do anything. <clears throat> we weren't going to win. We all knew that. Um, but honestly, I agree. I think that John Wall has been nothing but a professional. He's been a great 
teammate to these young gentlemen, and he's done all he can to help this team uh, to the best of his ability. Um, good on the Rockets for not playing him last year when we were just terrible. That's fine. I was okay with the tanking, with him not playing. There was no reason to put him out there. Um, So in regards to that, John Wall has been great. He's repped it. He's You're right. He's repped the H very well since he's been here. He got DeMarcus Cousins to come here. I (laughs) totally forgot that DeMarcus Cousins was a rocket for a short time. It's kind of crazy to me, you know. Um, But he... He's done such a good thing by willing to bow out for KPJ and Jalen to f- to flourish, and good on him. Um, I think he went about it the right way. And hey, man, wherever he goes, good luck to him. I'm happy that he came. I did. I love John Wall before he, he he was Rocket when he was drafted. I love John Wall, so it was cool to have him here for a short time. But hey, man. Um, Time to move on, you know. Sometimes yeah, when you know that the, the relationship best. ain't going to work, yeah, now's the time. We hope we hope for the best for uh, John Wall, and we appreciate everything he did for the city. Definitely learn from James Harden's mistakes, uh, and I'm I'm pretty sure that's what Wall wanted to avoid. Wall wanted to make sure he didn't get into any of the mess that James Harden did with the city of Houston. Uh-huh. So, kudos to John Wall. Thank you very much for doing what you are doing for us, for the city, for the team, for KPJ, for Jalen Green, for the. You definitely earned clout and so much respect. Um, and even and if you didn't amongst the fans, you should now. Absolutely. So let's let's move on here before we close. Before we go home on this on this episode, you know, we're basically just doing this as like a news and notes type thing. Um, yo, GM man, we we resigned this player, and uh, my man had not seen the court once as a rocket, but you gonna see him now. You are gonna see him this year, my boy. The God has returned from Team Australia. That's right. The international man of mystery. Though, man, they straight up call him 6-6. I remember coming out of the draft in 2014. They called him the second coming of Magic Johnson. Obviously not the case. But nonetheless, the international man of mystery is making his return. Let me announce him now. Dante motherfucking Exum has re-signed with the Rockets. Three years, 15 million. Heavy on incentives. One of the most, already dubbed one of the most creative contracts in NBA history um, right now the, the the gymnastics that they did it's hell, hell bent on incentives yep and bonuses and basically uh, rewards basically for for being healthy and, and doing well so immediate thoughts for you because uh, I, I can go in on it in a minute but how did you feel about the Dante Exum signing I don't have much thought <laughs> in all honesty I feel I don't that's know well, if, he, if he's gonna oh you'll, you'll get over it is DJ Augustine is still here so now I'm like curious to know how it's going to work in regards to, but you know, Exum, is he going to get a lot of PT to start? Doubtful. I can honestly see this happening. Exum doesn't play maybe like the first 25 to 30 games of the year, maybe sparingly. And DJ Augustine basically <laughs> plays a ton. He probably And a contending <laughs> team trades for him oh, because God. DJ could work for a contending team as a backup. He could. Which would lead to Exum being immediately placed into the backup role that is a very realistic possibility and i'm okay with that i think at best though Dante exum is a is a good role player yeah you saw what I he agree. did in utah you saw what he did in utah against us um he was one of the probably the best defender on james harden um at that point so he's yeah. a good not saying much i mean harden still torched everybody but nonetheless it's still good for the Rockets to sign him back, it's good for myself because I'm very happy. I get to finally see him in on the 
Well, even if he's not playing, I get to see my man in a Rockets warm up. <laughs> like I've been teased. I've been teased the whole entire year. I was I was so excited when we got him. I never saw him. So he's healthy from what I know now, and he's re-signed. And it, there's a lot of good things happening there. I thought I wasn't sure if DJ Augustine was still a Rocket until I finally looked up the contract, and I was like, okay, well he's still a Rocket. And he wasn't even in the Bahamas, so Jeez. I don't. So I don't know. Like I wasn't sure. My thought process there was like, okay, well if John Wall's not going to play and he's if he's going to leave, then Dante Exum immediately takes that role of like the mentor. Someone who's been there, he's a seven-year, eight-year veteran now at this point. So he could help the young players. But when you have a DJ Augustine, I never thought, and you're right, when you have someone like DJ Augustine, you're obviously going to give him PT over Dante Exum. So you're right, Dante Exum's probably not going to see the floor. Why? Welcome. You know, I got to ask GM, I support, I'll give him all the players I support and never see the floor. I got some Dante Exum love. I got some Usman Garuba love. I got one going to the G League, and I got one that's going to ride the pine. Very upsetting stuff. It's obvious that your taste in basketball players it doesn't measure up. That's why they all sit on the bench, just like your uh, your taste in basketball players is also sitting on the bench. So, well, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. I didn't mean any of that. But um, bottom bottom line here, uh, for the the wave of the John Wall news last week to the Dante Exum signing towards the end of last week. To Monday today, from when we recorded this, the Ben Simmons news, Ben Simmons news dropping, with training camp GM about a week away. <laughs> All of this, so there's so much. September 28th is actually going to be the start of training camp. So yeah, this is so much. There's so much happening here. So guys, like for everyone that's listening, you're going to be riding the wave with us. We're going to be doing this week in and week out from from the time that we had started from this episode to when we move forward obviously we had a lot of guests on the show we had von wafer we had um tessa barrera we've had you know real ramzanali great guests wonderful guests but you know especially with the last few weeks we we're very thankful to have von wafer on the pod uh shout outs to you von incredible incredible guest but nonetheless you know we're gonna fast forward to the now now we're coming back here with the modern with the current stuff and there's gonna be a lot of content to, to be talking about you'd have to agree jam right Absolutely. We have a lot to talk about, so hopefully we'll be able to uh, push it out to the best of our abilities. But let's just hope that there's going to be an exciting season. You know, we got training camp, media day, you got preseason, then off to the regular season. Full uh, full guns blazing, you know, so we have uh, excited. news and news, quick news and notes though before we close. Uh, let me just double check real quick. NBA training camp is just around, just around the corner. Do you remember that song? <laughs> so no, Ken. Ju- oh God, yeah. Anyways, so here we, so here we go for the. Hang on, I have it here. September twenty eighth is the start of training camp. The Houston Rockets first preseason game is October. 5th, if I recall, October 4th or October 5th. The regular season begins on October 19th. We are literally from this point about a month away from tip-off of the season. So Crazy. This is big stuff here. So whatever's been happening, just continue to follow along with us. We're going to continue out to pump out these news, pump out everything as, as it continues to unfold. We're going to be continuing to talk about the Ben Simmons deals, whatever happens with that, and obviously the development of the Jalen Greens, our top four first-round picks, Alperin Sangoon, Usman Garuba, Josh Christopher. Tons of stuff to talk about. Tons of content to be pumping out, and we are excited to bring it out the forefront for you. So let's go, and go ahead and end this episode. We wanted to make sure that we got it out to y'all. We clutched it out. Monday evening, 
the day before release. Absolutely amazing stuff. GM, anything you have to say before we go home on the pod? No, I think we're good. I'm just uh, ready. Hopefully this happens, honestly. So you want so. Ben Simmons now if, if the opportunity was there? Yeah, for the right deal. Okay. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. I want Ben. I would like Ben Simmons too, as long as he knows his role and shuts his mouth. I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be a popular opinion, to be honest with you. It probably but. wouldn't. A lot of people are remembering him for his playoff failures. Now, granted, we're not contending for a title, so I ain't worried about no playoff failures. <laughs> I'm worried about player development. As long as he doesn't get in the way of the player's development, I'm perfectly fine with you coming here and dropping triple doubles, shooting 15 percent from three. Perfectly fine with me. So whatever, whatever you got to do, even if you, let's say you do come and, sh- and shit hits the fan, we still get Chet Holmgren. So I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm all good with that. I'm cool. All I'm right. No so we'll worries. be follow. We'll definitely be following up with y'all. So thank you once again for everybody that is listening to us. Big, big shouts to all of y'all from episode one all the way up to episode. Where are we at now? Forty seven. Should be forty seven. Forty seven episodes, GM. Wow, incredible stuff. Forty seven episodes in. Uh, it's been an amazing uh, ride. You've been on every episode. We've been on every episode together, so thank you. Partner, my, my big brother, my uh, co-host, doing big things as always. 47 episodes in. So go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram at SummitStateOfMind underscore pod. Give us also a follow on Twitter at SummitSOMPod where we continue to pump out content, uh, stories, whether it be news, notes, trades, releases, rumors everything gets dropped any any rockets news will be dropped into those stories will be dropped into the posts you guys will definitely be the first to know right when we see it pop up on our screen we immediately funnel the content out to y'all so you will definitely be up to date on the breaking news just by giving us a follow so continue to give us a follow there give a shout shout out and give a follow to our amazing podcast bros one of them obviously ssnt shots and thoughts if you guys like to enjoy uh them playing games enjoy content of learning things from your curiosity and on top of all of it they drink what better stuff do you get than that so it's an absolute one of the one of the best comedy podcasts out there make sure to give them a follow as well also shout outs and give a follow to the sports trap podcast they don't just drop houston rockets news they talk talk about houston astros texans anything around the city of houston all and all around the united states so they cover all sports not just basketball so give them a follow as well and with this pandemic continuing on unfortunately uh if you don't have the vaccine yet make sure that you are putting on your mask make sure that you're washing your hands for 20 seconds make sure that you're taking care of yourselves and most importantly make sure that you are taking care of each other and on the sign off and on the go home remember tuesday tuesday you know what that means a brand new episode of the summit state of mind podcast coming at y'all content every single week from our uh, voices right to your beautiful listening ears so right here on the sign off from myself the commissioner and because he's here actually present right now from myself the commissioner and the gm good night we'll see you next week next tuesday all right y'all take care the summit for